It's August the 10th. This is Meet the Movie Press on this week's show. Oscar ch 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 changes We need to talk about Venom. They're here! Poltergeist comes to Halloween Horror Night and the box office. Trust me, it gets a little bit better than that, but not much. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talks, meet the movie press. And welcome to Meet the Movie Press. Uh, my name is Simon Thompson. Uh, I always forget to say where you can find me at the top of the show. You can find me at the top of the show and also here at Showbiz Simon on Twitter and Instagram. And there's a Facebook page. This is Simon Thompson. Who am I? I'm a journalist. I'm a producer. I sweep the floors. I occasionally bathe. And with me on the show this week, as kind of usual now, does this make us a gang? <laughs> yeah. Are we like MS-13? Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. I yeah, think yeah, we yeah. are. We yeah. need to get tats, guys. Yeah. We need to get tats. Uh, Dimitri, uh, hey. welcome again. Who are you? And where can we find you? Uh, my name is Dimitri Panos. Hey, movie fans, and hello, everybody. Hello. Uh, you can find me at Dimitri. Sorry, hello. Hello. I was like that. Hello. Uh, you can hello, find me... governor. Hello, governor. Talk about that in a second. You can, you can find me on Twitter, so please support me, at dmovies1701. And I'm also on the pop to- Popcorn Talk Network, easy for me to say, Anatomy of a Movie, which we do every Friday, and basically we talk movies. We break a movie down. Uh, this week, we will be talking about Christopher Robin and Pooh. There you so, go. Yeah, can't wait. Looking forward to that. The, 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 the film Christopher Robin. Yes. And, and Winnie Pooh, the Pooh. With, well, okay, just in, clarifying yes. on that. No, yeah. And Scott. It, it was, he hey. was going to talk about the dump he had this morning. This is a PG-13 rated show, people. But it's okay. No, it's uh, we'll get to that. Hello, Scott. Yeah. Welcome back. Who are you? Where can we coffee. find you? Good, good, good. The magic of coffee. Alrighty. So I am on Twitter and Instagram at the other Scott M. You can find all my written reviews and my interviews at WeLiveEntertainment.com. I do this wonderful show with these two wonderful gentlemen. I also do the show Black Tomatoes on Black Hollywood Live at 5 p.m. every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this list just gets longer and longer every week. And then I do, of course, the brand new show on the Popcorn Talk Network, which is the L-A-O-F-C-S weekly show, yep. which is going to be happening today at 11 o'clock. Sweet. That's great. There I think that's an amazing Scrabble score. Yeah. That is no- it's a lot. Just it's get an X. Get an X in there. <laughs> And uh, and it's 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 all good. Uh, we're going to slightly turn the show on its head uh, this week. We're going to start with talking about the movies in the box office because sometimes we don't get enough time to give the the, the work of our craftsmen of the industry sure. um, sometimes, which is good um, enough of a space on the show. And can I just say, um, occasionally we do swear. This is your warning. Uh, we do swear occasionally on this show, and if that offends you, we apologise in advance. Um, but it might happen sometimes. The words slip out of our mouths. Love that. Love that. Uh, it's mostly my fault, to be honest with you. But just to give you a warning. <laughs> but, it, but it sounds so much better from you with the English accent. People say that. Yeah. People say that. I mean, that. I could do it more in my, my Boston accent. It comes out wicked. That sounds mildly threatening. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Um, I like the fact that I You don't, like the socks? I, I, referred, I do. The I, socks. I referred hey, to, uh, to uh, the... Uh, the uh, Zeno is now referring to us as the MS-13 of movie news. Now, just let, let me let me make this really clear. We're really not. And I got off with a chance to arm wrestle Jennifer Garner on camera next week for her new oh, movie, Peppermint. Yeah. And I turned it down because I have the upper body strength of a small child. So gangs, not really my thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
I, I really not my thing. Uh, so let's talk about the movies coming out this week. We're going to get to the big news in a second, and of course the uh, the perennial um, Idris Elba Bond uh, rumor has come round again because there's a there's a why in the day. Um, but let's talk about this week's big releases. Uh, okay, let's kick off with the movie that we have all seen. Uh, it's called The Meg. Uh, it stars uh, my brother Jason Statham. You may have seen the, on the Twitter yes, yeah. this yes, week. Yes, we yes. got reunited, which was beautiful. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, although he came, was, uh, I did a, an interview with him for um, for the mechanic too um, uh, about two years ago, and there was a certain moment that we shared uh, where I gave him a suggested catchphrase, which was "wankers away." And so he <laughs> he walked towards me on the carpet, pointed, and went, "Wankers away." Nobody else had a reference for that. They just thought he was calling me a wanker. That's oh, awesome. very nice. That's what I've worked 25 years in this industry for. That's awesome. Yeah, I get it on the street Good as well. So let's talk about The Meg. It's a movie about a big a big shark. Well, it's really a megalodon. A megalodon. A megalodon. Um, you've probably seen the trailers. Everyone's been really excited about this. There's been a lot of really cool marketing, I have to say, around this movie. That is something that Warner have nailed. Um, it did previews last night of 4 million. It's looking at a weekend of 23 million, which is lean lean very lean for a movie of this size no pun intended <laughs> um, and with this cast um, which I think is actually a, an eclectic but interesting cast um, we've all seen this let's start with your guys opinions first of all you I know you kind of expressed your opinion previously so let's start with you Dimitri you saw it last night yeah with an audience and, and, and I did see it with an audience and, and I have to say Thanks to you, because you really set the bar so low, yeah. I could only go high. Right? Personally <laughs> and professionally. Yeah. I didn't say that. I, no, I said that. Yeah. Yes, yes. And, and I watched the movie, and, you know, I was like, it's not that bad. It's not that good, <laughs> but it's not that bad. Uh, I, you know, for, for bad shark movies, I always look at things like Jaws the Revenge. Uh, there, was a, there was a shark movie that took place in the bayou that was really bad. Um, and yes, I read the book. I read the book years ago, and the mm-hmm. book is cheesy fun. I, I didn't expect this movie to be anything other than what the book was. Uh, I guess to criticize, I wish it was more like the book, and there should have been far more carnage. Carnage. They should have gone R on this movie. Uh, that would have been far more fun, bloody, disgusting, maybe build a little more suspense. All in all, I didn't think it was an awful time at the movies. I, it was B, It was summer B-movie fun, mm. just like the book. It's a good beach read or a watch at the theater. Mm. So, I, Scott. I completely disagree. I, 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 I completely I disagree. I, I think... I could feel that in the water. I, I, I just, yeah. <laughs> it's more than standing. I, I just... Okay, <gasps> so here's, here's my thing, right? Yeah. Like... If, if we looked, I, I did this for my review. Mm-hmm. If you look at the history of shark movies, yep. besides Finding, Finding Nemo, besides Jaws, and Shark Tale, mm-hmm. no other shark-related movie has grossed over $100 million. Mm-hmm. Every other one that they put out that's been a major release, like The Shallows, 47 Meters Down, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Deep Blue Sea. All good shark movies. All good shark movies. Fun and they're all and they're all right in their own right. Mm. They're all very different, but the budget was in check. I think what really hurt this movie for me was that it looked, it felt, and the acting reminded me of an asylum movie. 
A direct <laughs> to I love yeah, movie. a direct to DVD oh, on demand movie. Wow! And See, I, I watched the special effects in this movie. I, I'm I'm still wondering where the money went. Who 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 got that 150 million? Wh- which one of these? People who have barely made like what five, ten million in a movie before? Yeah. Where did that money go? Because I don't get it with the special effects. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just seeing reports that um, Warner Brothers have called nine one one to get treatment for that savage burn. <laughs> yeah, that was savage yeah. burn. Asylum. See, I didn't. Cool. I don't know. I didn't see it that way. I'm not, yeah. Again. Yes, mm-hmm. I've seen better movies. And listen, if you're a Jaws fan, and I've seen every single one of those movies, you can make a drinking game out of all dude, the references dude. because they reference yeah, all they do. Movies, Why are people calling this? It's like Jaws on steroids. I, I don't why are people like saying not. it's like Jaws? Hey, I'll tell you drunk. why. Because well, they're because desperate they to get on the poster. <laughs> yes. That's why. Yes. It's That's a, why. Yeah. And I know, because I gave a punny quote for The Shallows, which I genuinely really enjoyed. Yes, and it's still one too, of my favorite shark movies of yeah, all time. Yeah, yeah. And it did end up on the post. It was a review yeah. that I did for IGN. Yeah. Um, but there are people for this. And I, I, Dimitri and I were having a chat before the show. And I think some people have been so looking forward to the show and so hungry, pardon the pun, for this sh- th- for this um, film to, to actually get into to movie theaters. Yeah. And Summer, I think, has been very, very patchy this year as far as Blockbuster goes. They're kind of throwing their enthusiasm behind something, perhaps more than they might do. Um, now, I also I didn't I didn't hate the movie. I was quite bored with it at oh, times. Oh, it's so boring. Um, I thought the chemistry between I think Jason Statham's great. Yeah, um, he's a lot better than some of the other stuff he's done. I mean, he's not like sort of Fast and Furious classic. You know, and crank Jason Statham, but he's still pretty good. I thought the chemistry between him and Lai Bing Bing, uh, it was just terrible. Yeah, oh, terrible! It's so unbelievable. I mean, it was awful, absolutely yeah. awful. I mean, there was none. I thought some of the other cars were kind of great. I mean, there were certain tropes in there that I think got wasted. There were storylines that just didn't go anywhere. I mean, this is not a spoiler, but there's a scene at the beginning of the movie um, where, <clears throat> you know, and it's part of the main setup for the movie, so this is not a spoiler, um, where there's a, an incident and, and Statham, you know, misperforms. His chance to come back is to save these guys from this new... Uh, subsea base he goes down to rescue them one of the characters gives a note to another one of the characters to give his wife we never know what happens to that note i know we have we have hacking experts on board this sea base which never appear to do really any hacking. No. I mean, well, Ruby Rose, completely I, well, wasted. Oh, she's completely, completely How wasted. How about Paige Kennedy, the most annoying character of the year? All he does is scream. He reminds yeah. me of Adam Devine. Just, it's just, just, like, just <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing was just like missed opportunity uh, for me. Oh, yeah. Now, when well, I, I, I know I, what I, happened to the note, but I don't want to spoil it. We know what happens to the note. Yeah, I mean, the note gets... I, passed get, through the shark's it, bum. Well, eventually. Uh, okay. yeah, I, um, I mean, I just... I, no, but I mean, I kind of, I kind of guess so. But it's got, there are so many problems with this movie, and it, it just... I mean, I, I spoke to John and I spoke to Jason about this um, at the premiere, and I was like, this just feels to me like you shot a lot more and you didn't put it in. And a lot of people have kind of discussed this in their interviews with, with them both recently. And, yeah, Jason was saying, this is not the bloody script. And we discussed this right, this morning. Right. This is not the bloody script. And I don't mean Michael Caine. That's not the bloody script. <laughs> it wasn't the bloody script that Jason Statham read. Yeah. And John shot a load of other stuff that was way more gory, that was really more standout set pieces, classic shot movie stuff. 
that simply didn't get in at some point along the line the decision was made to make this a PG-13 movie and John was like I can't make anything but PG-13 movies yeah. I, people keep asking me to do this he wanted to make this blood and guts and gore and all this kind of thing so somewhere in Warner Brothers well, from what I under- this is archive well, from what oh, I understand, well, it's, but, it's, it's with no, the Justice League no, no, well, what, from <laughs> oh, don't I mention the Schneider no, cut the Schneider cut that's an urban legend but no from what I, from what I understand in yeah. an article that I read about that footage yes. uh, because it was said oh does this mean we'll get an R rated version on Blu-ray and streaming and he says no because it was shot but we never finished them and they're not going to pour the money to... No, which is a crying shame. And I think yeah. with, with looking at a box office of $23 million, I think if they had... Get, go, they would have gone balls to the wall and gone R on this. Well, it would have been a more fun movie. I could I could recommend it more to spend your money on. But also, they would have had a franchise. Yeah, it, they well, would have had a franchise, there, and with this, they won't. There are six books in the series. It was never meant to be a series. Mm. Steve Alton, uh, who wrote Meg, it's not called the Meg, mm. just Meg. I, I wish they had followed the book a little more. Yeah. Um, not that I'm one of those book purists who says that a movie has to be purists. identic. Purists. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It, but they could have taken some of his plot points yeah. better. Yeah. And it's like, well, why not? You have a good blueprint. You changed so much around. Yeah. It would have been more fun. There's lots of things they throw in that they just never go through. Let's have a look at what people are saying in the chat. Uh, Sky Patterson saying uh, hello to, to everybody. Uh, Zeno is saying uh, hello. Uh, Sky Patterson uh, saying uh, heard the Meg is poo. Now that's Christopher Robin is poo. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the one with the shark in it. Uh, Scott Boswell saying Run DMC is rap film DMP here. Um, I have to say, I feel like an OG gangster yeah, right now. Yes. Uh, you can tell by that. Um, the uh, <laughs> Zeno was saying, the good news is that Simon did all of the stunts because they're likening me to... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, Zephyr was asking, is Ruby Rose in it? Um, yeah, Ruby Rose is in it, but horribly oh, wasted. Oh, I so think wasted. she's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think she's horribly wasted in this movie. I mean, she just she looks amazing, but I think her presence on screen, even in like that terrible Pitch Perfect three, yeah. everything she's in there, literally, which is not doing a huge amount, she still nails every scene. Um, Sky saying the Meg, a dumb summer popcorn blockbuster film, a last ditch effort for Warner Brothers to try and break the bank at the box office. Not that surprising, indeed. I can't believe they gave the Meg a hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Yikes! Something else I can't believe, which I, which kind of sort of irked me um, yesterday, was I know it's on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and I'm not having a go at Rotten Tomatoes. I just think there's some something wrong with the mechanic behind the scenes there. Because a lot of m- reviews for this that were like two out of five, two and a half out of five, were being given fresh I know. marks. That's and even though it's lately. it's below 50% exactly. currently, no, rot- Rotten Tomatoes, um, I, still there are things that are being recorded as fresh, which are very much not fresh. They're yeah. negative movies. There are some positives within them, but it's very much a two out of five score. And that's, that's printed there. And yeah, it's just, for me, that's kind of thrown it off a little bit. So I think the score is slightly inaccurate on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. But I think it would, if it was corrected and sort of, you know, tilted a little bit, it would actually come in as far low. I think it was 49% last night, which I think is kind of fair because there will be people who like the Meg. Yeah. I, again, you know? I didn't hate it. I had a, I didn't I, hate I, I had it. A good I just didn't think it was very good. It better than, than you did. But again, I went in with after talking to you about it, mm. I went in going, oh my God. Number one, I was disappointed. I was deflated after yeah. the conversation because I was looking forward to it. Mm. In major part because I had so much fun reading the books 
And when you said it was awful, I was like, oh, that sucks. But yeah. I do know that the movie has been held up for, at the very oh, least, yes. two yeah. years. A long time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, um, so that always smells uh, that there's blood in the water. It's yeah. not a good thing. So when I went in and I saw it, I'm watching like the first ten minutes or whatever. I'm like, this isn't that bad. Well, I'm like, it's okay. Again, again, when you look at okay, so no, I, Warner Brothers did this whole event for this movie. This is back at I think it was Rampage. Yeah. So they did this. This I went to like they were so pumped about this movie. They took us all to see the trailer. We got to see the trailer in 4DX. So like mm. my hype like was so like up there and yeah. like I do love shark movies. This movie just didn't go far enough. No, it didn't it go just, far it, enough. It feels but like it, everything it, about it didn't just feel feels... confident. No, it doesn't feel it didn't confident. Feel confident at all. It doesn't, like, it, there's not enough action. There's not enough shark. Yeah. There's not enough campiness to it. Not enough it, humor. Th- there's not enough humor. Yeah. It feels like so, the tone is so off. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's like, it wants to be really serious. Some yeah. of the dialogue is yeah. just uh, awful. awful. It's, yeah. it's really B- awful dialogue. Like, it's really B movie. But like, I, th- I, don't think, but I don't think it's even it's a B not, movie it's dialogue. Not no, it's not no I don't think it's good. It wasn't it's bad badly enough to written. be good. Yeah. I read this uh, somewhere. Somebody said, it's not bad enough to be good, and it's not good enough to be bad. And, and yeah. it's yeah. just yeah. kind That's of true. where yes. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, again, I was watching it uh, uh, last night. The audience I saw with, they were like, they were into this movie. But then again, I think the theater that I go to often in Baldwin Hills, it's 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 the audiences love the talk back yeah, and the react. Yeah. Inter- uh, do, inter- do you know what I think? And it was fun watching it with them. Oh, we're going to move on from this in a second because uh, yeah. we've got a lot of other stuff to talk about as well. Um, uh, film that Jamie saying Jason Statham has never opened a movie on his own. I mean, he kind of he opens them, but they're never huge. No. Um, I mean, August is always a good. It's it's a very lucky time for him to open his movies he's opened a lot of his movies in August and they tend to meet him in The Mechanic 2 which is genuinely a really bad movie uh, that actually did quite well uh, don't understand why Hollywood keeps trying to make him happen he's he's very popular well, I, I think he is popular, he, he is popular. And, 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 he's know, a supporting guy though well, you know, I don't I mean, know. I, 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 I liked say... him as a leading man in this. I did yeah. like him as a leading man in this. Um, but the film just isn't, it is just, the rest of it is just not yeah. good enough. I yeah. liked him as a leading man in this. Uh, I was at Lionsgate where we released a handful of his pictures. Yeah. He's a very personable guy. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, Crank, I think, is a fun movie. He's good as a support. He's great as part of the Expendables. Yeah. Um, he's great in Spy. He, Spy, he was really, really oh, great. Yeah. Spy is like and, the best yeah. thing he's done. And, yeah. and I personally think that he can continue. It is a shame that this will not, because I, you know, the books had a th- like a, a through line, so you understood how there was a sequel and a sequel, and how this character was was going on. I feel bad for him um, that there won't be any more because I love shark movies, especially yeah. when they're yeah. done really well. But he's going to be with The Rock. That catapults his career. Oh, yeah. People yeah. do generally like Jason Statham. Yeah, they do. And do you know what? I mean, I think we'll see more movies with him leading. Oh, um, and I think, you know, I'd like to see him do some more action comedy stuff. He really excels with that. There are moments in many of the movies where he absolutely shines. I mean, you know, the Crank movies are bananas. They are. But they're just great fun. I mean, but ultimately, you know, $23 million is not great. I mean, I think no. the budget was something like $150 million, yeah. um, which is insane. Um, you know, it, I, I think... I think first weekend it might do it'll do okay no better than okay disappointing <clears throat> level of okay and i think after that you're going to see some very swift declines if you're opening on 23 maybe 25 million and you see a 50 percent decline people are going to be clearing that 
that out of movie theaters quicker than you mm-hmm. can get popcorn at the end of a like a kids showing. Right. Seriously, people are going to be dusting that shit under the carpet. Agreed. Okay, let's move on from the Meg. I mean, I recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it. No. I would wait. You know, it's a shame. It's a movie that needs to be seen on the big screen, but I genuinely can't. I can't suggest that you spend Streaming fifteen bucks for on me. it. Yeah. Streaming for me. Okay. I, I would say I'll be the one. Go see it. Oh, You're being paid by Warner Brothers. Paid by Warner Brothers. Paid by. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I wish. We need to wrap this up. We've done 20 minutes on the Meg. I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's that's yeah, insane. Okay, okay uh, Dog, Dog Days came out on Wednesday. Uh, it took uh, 635,000. Looking at a weekend of four million. I haven't seen this. Life is too short. Cute. You have seen Cute. this. I love. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I love little dog movies. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, Ken Marino directed this. Mm-hmm. Great little cast. It's not a movie that's going to change the world. What if, if you if you like dogs? This is our last hope. I, I know. If you like dogs, if you like sweet romantic comedies, I think it's going to work. Just don't go in expecting anything that's going to redefine the genre because it's not going to dog get genre. Yeah, the dog genre or the romantic comedy feels like a great throwback to the eighties and nineties dog comedies. You know, like or, or you could watch dog comedies from the eighties and nineties, yeah, like Turner that, and Hooch or Canine or Turner and Hooch, maybe Canine. Uh, Benji. Beethoven. Be- Be- Beethoven. I never liked Beethoven. Never. No. Shifty Charles eyes. Brain. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that. One. See, I wasn't a Turner and Hooch fan. Yeah, but really? I, I do. I do recommend. No. It's it's not going to make a lot of money in this movie, but mm. I do recommend. Evidently. It. Yeah. Cujo. Mark. Cujo is a good. That, that's when, why I love when, that one. When marketing. Yeah. We're marketing. Yeah. Uh, Black uh, Black KK Klansman, um, <laughs> the new one from Must See Spike Lee. This in the top five right now of the year. Mm-hmm. Hands down, go see this. Very important. It's almost scary how much it ties to what's going on right now. Spike Lee's best joint in like well, in, ten it, to twenty years. In fact, you, you say that. And in fact, uh, I, I interviewed Spike um, and the cast this week, and Spike was saying, I, I'm, I've, "I've actually not been to a screening. I had a screening offer this week, but I've deliberately not gone to see it because I want to see it with my wife this weekend. Mm-hmm. But it's also this weekend is the first anniversary of Charlotte's film. Yes, and yes. the Unite the Right yes. March yes. there. And I asked Spike about that because he includes footage from Charlottesville in the movie. He does um, to, to sort of you know show that even in the 1970s this stuff is, is still going on um, and I said to him you know people might think that that is a cynical marketing ploy bringing it out on the anniversary and including that footage and he was like he made this movie in the fall sort of late summer fall and he's like this obviously happened in the August and he instantly knew he didn't tell the cast he didn't tell anybody that he was going to draw the parallels so nobody on set really knew but everybody was aware of what had happened so that is included in the movie to show that these things are happening um, one thing I, I spoke to him about was who does he want to see the movie and two people he wants to see the movie are David Duke um, and the former um, Grand Wizard of, of the KKK um, he wants him to see it because David was very worried about how he's going to come off um, oh, yeah. in the movie um, but so very interesting takes, including from the original Ron Stallworth. Uh, there's a piece that I did actually that's on, on Reuters.com. Um, and also uh, Spike said that he wants Donald Trump to see it, um, oh. which is quite interesting. Uh, he, did, yes. he wouldn't refer to him by name, though. He used another name. That's fine. Uh, but yes, but it's interesting. I think this is going to interest a lot of people. Um, and it, it seems not to be a... Gonna... But it's not a political piece. It's it's a it's a statement of it's an it's a recreation of things that happened. I had a conversation last week with some uh, some some colleagues here, and they didn't realize that it was based on a true story. 
Most of the people who were in the movie, until Spike told them, they didn't think this was a... When he said there's a book and this is something that happened, they didn't know. (laughs) It's a lost part of history. It's fascinating. Well, there's a reason for that. It's talked about in the movie. But at the same time, like, when you think about this... Mm. There's like it's one of those things where you're like, there's no way this happened. It seems so. It sounds like an Adam Sandler it movie. It does. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It really does. It's crazy. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm this is. I mean, I, I mean, black cinema this year. You know, and I don't. I hate that phrase, but I mean the the level of black presence in movies this year mm. has been phenomenal. Every single one that has come out, even I was a little mm. lukewarm on blind spotting. But between this one, sorry to bother you, Black mm. Panther, Blind Spotting, I mean, there. Ha- this is going to be the year where Oscars are finally not so white. This this Oscar should be very multi diverse. Would you this say week. this would be under the popular movie category? Oh, well, that's for a little later. <laughs> We're gonna that's get to that in just, just, just a second. Just a second. But I mean, uh, no, I mean, I've I've been a big fan of, yeah. of Spike's work, um, and obviously. A lot of the stuff I had to, to really sort of do some research in because yeah. being being a white guy from Britain, the struggles of African Americans in America. It's real. It's, it's real. It's real, but it was something that I kind of, I mean, I learned some history stuff, but it's really, I learned a lot of it through the films of people like Spike Lee. Um, of his oeuvre, of all his movies, or what you've seen of his movies, sort of politically and political message and political statement, where do you think... It's called this race, because obviously Malcolm X was a very political movie. That was about a very uh, polarizing um, political figure, especially important to the African-American community. Um, uh, Then obviously you have things like uh, Do the Right Thing, which are not political movies, but do make very clear statements about black America and African-Americans in America, especially at certain times. Even, you know, she's got to have it. Yes, they all make sort of socio-political statements. They're not overtly political, but socio-political. Kind of, where does this fit in? Because there's obviously, yeah, because stylistically, it looks like there's a a lighter edge, but it's not a comedy. The the movie, the um, without spoiling it, the movie ends in such a way that you you kind of go from laughing and having a good time and being like, ah, yeah, Mm. you know, like the right person won to this. Huge, like, kind of like shift in tone where you're just kind of you leave the theater angry because right. you're like, I can't believe this shit is still going on. Mm. That's well, that's how I walked out of this movie twice. I saw it twice because I went for a refresher last night because I, I, I wanted to see if the movie holds up. Mm. And I think this is a movie that nothing ha- like the second time you watch it, it's just as strong, if not stronger. Yeah. Uh, talking about um, Spike Lee, people are, are talking about various movies that yeah. he's done. Uh, let's not forget School Days. He got oh, game yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, that's from Sauvage Ascension. Um, going to sneeze? Bless you, bless you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I mean, he's done some amazing movies. I think this potentially could be his, even though it's not going to bust any blocks, I think it could be his most commercially successful movie in quite some time. The theater last night was packed. And I, I think people it. are going to go and see the Spike Lee joint that perhaps would not usually go and see a Spike Lee movie because they consider it too black. It's yeah, or too big, political. It's going to be big at Baldwin yeah. Hills. Yeah, I think I it'll be really know, interesting. Yeah, that's where, I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing the audience. I yeah, really am. Same here. Same um, here. Okay, so also out this weekend is Slender Man. Uh, it's one million previews, <laughs> nine point nine million. Say, you want to talk about something? That's unfair. That 
Dog Day should have made more than Slender Man. I, I get yeah. it. I get it. But my God, like Slender Man, no previews for anyone. Like, yeah. No I mean, that was a that movie that everybody was kind of really psyched about, and it's just it's slipping out like a fine <laughs> elevator. Yeah. It's just like, you know, yeah. yeah it's weird. Is that you? Uh, that was it's like. Oh. It smells in here. Is Sony? Is that you? Yeah. Sony. Uh, okay. Cool. So that's that's it for that's for movie corner. Movie corner. Okay. So let's move on. Let's very very quickly touch on uh, the rumor that's come out. Uh, um, again, in the last 12, 24 hours, as I sent you guys the rundown for the show, uh, Idris Elba, apparently now favourite again to uh, to be James Bond. Apparently that's what they're looking at, let's blah, blah, blah. Let's just do it, right? Let's I, just I mean, do it. Yeah, let's just do it so we can stop having a rumour. I mean, I think he'd be great as James Me Bond. Too. But this comes around, like, every couple of months. And <laughs> and the, the Broccoli's, they're never going to comment on this until they announce who the Bond's going to be. Right. I, I would love to see him as Bond. I don't know if he will. I think he might be too old now. Um, well, he's also, getting there. And, also, Idris and, is, is exceptionally busy, so I don't know if he'd want oh, to yeah, do it. Yeah. He doesn't need it. But but at this point, correct me if I'm wrong, we still have one more from Daniel, Daniel Craig, yep, we right? Do. Yep. So, does it, so I mean, yeah. does it make sense? I mean, I know it's a rumor, but if I were Daniel Craig, right, who's now become a producer, okay... I'm sure he wants to champion Idris Elba, but mm. not while he's out there working, making a Bond movie, and then he's going to promote a Bond movie, and everybody's talking about the next Bond. Unless, of course, like, James Bond you know. dies halfway through this one, and the next 007 takes over. Oh, sure, yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just... How can you go... It, it, to me, it would be not wise to announce your next bond no, when you're... No, no, no. I, don't, I, no, no. I honestly but, but don't think just... we're going to get an announcement anytime soon. I mean, yeah. I'm not quite sure. I mean, I, I believe it's from a piece uh, in Esquire, but this suddenly come out again. Um, you know, I just think I, I, this, this kind of comes around every couple of months and nobody confirms it and nobody denies it and there's all this stuff. I mean, production is starting soon on the new bond, yeah. so that's imminent. Daniel's doing it, I know that. Yeah. So, I mean, nothing's going to happen with this immediately. I think potentially when the other movie comes out, which is going to be end of next year, you know, maybe then we're going to get some kind of announcement. I'm not quite sure why this is researched again. But just do it. I know there's still the, oh, you can't have a black James Bond. But I'm like, we've got a black money penny. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, the, I, it, you know, I just, I don't see the problem. I, I mean, think you would be fine. It's as you said, he's not getting any younger. Yeah. So that means how many of these movies will he be able to do? Yeah. Uh, we've so, had a black Felix Leiter. He, absolutely. Yeah, it's sure. I, I mean, I would love to see him in this role. I think he has the on-screen presence. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. You know, he has the charisma, the sexiness, and I, I want to see him do action. And I want to see him given some material that actually I is know, worthy of Idris. Besides, sadly lacking. I know. Besides Molly's Doctor game, Tal I yeah. feel like he hasn't been in anything really good. He did it. I mean, he actually did. It's not. It's nothing like Bond, but he did a great comedy show with um uh, with an actor friend of mine, um, Jimmy Akambola. Um, uh, on for Sky this year, um, which is a comedy show set in the eighties. It's about Idris growing up in London in the eighties. Um, Jimmy plays his cousin. Uh, it's ju it's it's genuinely really really funny. It's about basically growing up black in London in the eighties, and, and Jimmy oh, plays wow. an immigrant. And it's kind of like the, the when there weren't. I mean, there were there've always been black people in London, but it's kind of like when you were still seen as very much from outside. It's not London's a lot more multicultural and stuff now. This is like forty years ago, um, but it's a fascinating and it's. Really really funny, but Idris is still mostly in that he plays the straight role.
Carroll. Right. And it's it's you know it's it's a it's a great script. It's really well done. And the sadly saddest thing that is holding Idris back in Hollywood is the quality of the content. Absolutely, he needs to have better stuff. And I think Bond would give him the script, the storyline, the gravitas, the action. It ticks all those boxes for yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. I mean, we've seen him in stuff like Luther. If you haven't seen Luther, yep. the BBC show. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. his acting in that is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. I'd really like to see, you know, if I'd really like to see him be be Bond, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Whether they want to go for someone younger, I don't know, or continue the, the you know, the, the the White's lineage, I don't know, but we'll see. But I mean, I think if it happens, I think it'd be a great idea. And historically, though, too, yeah. when they announce the new Bond, it is the year that they're starting production. Yeah. Okay, so that means we're looking at at the very least three years. Oh yeah, yeah. At the very least, because we've got this bond that we have to get out. Yeah, they're not going to talk about new bond. They'll be talking to Daniel Craig. So is this your last bond? Yeah. And blah blah blah. But I always it won't do. be always until do. It, it's just historically the way that it's been. I yeah. agree. So I agree. You know, for for no, Idris, it, that, we're talking another three years. Then nobody in the Bond movie is going to turn around and go, "So, James, Jesus Christ, you're black." Jesus. <laughs> It's never going to be. It's, it's, his, his nationality, his race is never mentioned or no. referenced in any of the movies. So it's just no. like it would just, it would just flow. Just no one's going to comment on it. it uh, people talking about this in the chat. Uh, John Harrison, uh, Craig could do it until uh, he's fifty-seven. Alec Cruz, I don't. He's no Tom Cruise. He's no Tom Cruise. Cruise is a, is an enigma. Yeah. Um, he is. Yeah. I mean, people just saying, but Savage Ascension saying younger Bond needed. I mean, I think that would be the only thing. I think that is something that would hold Idris back more than his his color is his age because they would want to sign someone who could do two or three movies at least. At least. And I don't know if that's something that would physically be something. I mean, Idris is a, is Idris is fit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he he takes his fitness and stuff really seriously. And women so like him too. Women so like him. Men he, like him. Listen, he would fit the yeah. tuxedo. Yeah. Magnificent. I th- yeah. I think he'd be really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I a lot of people are saying basically yes, Idris now Idris is good, but you no know, too old from Harris. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I, I think this is. I mean, I say let's let's just do you know go for Idris. Let's. Do it, but I mean that's not up to me. In case you didn't realise. Okay, let's move on. A lot of other big news to talk about this week. The Oscars adding a popular film category, uh, trying to limit the telecast to three hours, uh, making some other changes as well. A lot of, a lot of pushback on this this week. Um, what do you? Let's first of all let's break this down into a couple of, of quick categories. Adding the popular film category. What do you think about that? And then I'll give my thoughts afterwards. Scott, I, I don't know why. I mean, it's 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 it is a attempt at a ratings boost. Mm-hmm. Is that all it seems to be? But the movie going public, the people who watch the Oscars, there's two types of people who watch the Oscars. There's the people who are like, oh, I love the dresses. Oh, I love the fashion. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people like us who just love freaking movies, and we know if a movie's good or not. And we don't need someone to tell us what a popular film is because we already know. It's not like the Oscars are made for people who are casual moviegoers Mm -hmm. who, you know, see four to five movies a year. That's not what it's about. So having this is, I feel like it's just an insult to anyone, not only as a filmmaker, but also as a viewer of film or a lover of cinema. Because you know what's good and what's not. You know what's popular and what's not. 
let it. Uh, I don't know. It was such a stupid move, but it it's 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 definitely for the ratings because you remember the last couple of years, down 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 we go, yep. and really they just need to cut the shenanigans out of the show. They need to stop dragging everything out. Just. Tight, tight. Two hours. That's it. Run it through. Run it through. Run it through. It's not going to happen. Never, never going to happen. It's never going to happen in two hours. It's not going to happen. And, and I agree with you. I, I mean, something need be done. It is a ratings grab. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what they're more concerned about, right? right? So here's the thing. A lot it's of people, a business. It's the business of show business. It yes. is. It's like, no business I know. <laughs> but, so... A couple of things is that people tend to forget that there have been popular movies that have won. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Lord of the Rings get nominated. Uh, a Titanic is an extremely popular movie. Yes, One of yes, the yes. movies around Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Even Silence of the Lambs. Right. These are all big popular movies. But here's the deal. Sure. I didn't even Number touch on one, this. Yeah. You know, because they haven't really mapped it out, what they're going to do. No. So, okay, so you're going to do this. Number one, don't call it popular movie. <laughs> like, no. you got to come up with some another category, yeah. and then you got to take away... Because what really has pissed me off is, like, you've had... Now you went from five slots, and you doubled it to ten slots for mm. Best Picture. Yep. But you don't fucking fill all the goddamn slots. Right, yeah. right. right? Sometimes so the there's point? eight, yeah. sometimes there's seven, then, sometimes there's nine. Yeah, so then what's the point? Right, mm. okay. So does that mean now with a new category... Yes. Right? Does that mean we go back to five and five? For the category, because there really would be no reason to have ten, and there shouldn't be ten yeah. unless you're going to fill them all out. <laughs> you could have commercial films in there. There's no reason why a commercial film can't be nominated, mm-hmm. can't win if it's worthy of it. So I, I, I get it, but you they again they just went around this press release all wrong. And yes. with, the, with the popular movie as well, I mean, what a concern of mine is the fact that, let's take Get Out as an example. Okay, so if, sure. if we'd have had this last year, Get oh, Out, yeah. very popular movie, oh, yeah. very financially successful movie, deserved to be for, 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 for the categories that it, it was in. Now, if My you take God. that after, I would say, let's say, best film, and you then shift that because it's it's successful into popular film. Are you then depriving it of potential best film, best director, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera, or do you then have it in both categories, which is then unfair to some of the other ones? Because while one is a best picture, one is best popular picture. You're kind of you're cannibalizing. I mean, it, and ha- it's it's there's a lot of things I don't think have been really thought out about that. And no. on on the length of the show. Why not? I mean, if they're going to start cutting out some of the technical awards and some of the fashion and stuff like that, you know, costume and all the, and editing and stuff like that, they think people, I mean, really, those are for the industry. Those are awards to recognize the industry. And if, don't, don't give them lip service by going, hey, Brian's won this, Susan's won this, and shove them in, you know, amongst car ads and Mountain Dew. Why don't you just say, not have those on air at all? Or have them on an online-only thing. And then when you do the show, just have two hours. Then you have the ones that the average Joe wants to know. Best actor, best director, best film, the songs from the movies, best song, blah, 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 blah. All the ones that, that say the top five or ten. And sound to, mixing. Like something like sound mixing where like Well, I don't think even... I mean, the, I mean, it's getting more so these days. Yeah. But not even... I mean, even just move some of those out. Right. And have things like yeah. stunt, stuntmen. That's what I'm saying. Bring in yes. a stuntman well, well, category. Right, right. Well, which well, will actually be. align more with the line of the popular well, movies about, I mean, and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Well, and I agree about that. But sure, again, make it like a... Regarding like editing... It was because, as a 
as as a young kid watching mm. the Academy Awards, what I learned, like because they'll do those montages or they'll 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 talk about what editing does. Same thing with sound mixing and sound editing. Like they talk about what it is, and for anybody who likes who who doesn't have who has that casual thing, they'll go. Oh, that's what that person yeah. does. Yeah, but also, what, but they will, I mean, but well, they will tune in for that if they want to. But your average Joe sitting at home who's already some are complaining it's too political or this and that. You, you know, you 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 just make it a make it a vari- effectively a variety show with all the stuff for the people who 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 are really interested in the technical side of thing. I mean, personally, I would love to see more people interested in that side of the industry anyway. But yes. you know, that's not a reality right now. And just have that as like a webcast only or a separate show. But do just do the populist stuff. You will sell more ads. Which which mean that you can, they will make more money, ABC will be very happy. But with the popular film, a lot of films that are very successful are not particularly good movies. No, that's, that's a good the point problem. Too. Yes. And when you start then it, awarding Oscars to mediocrity, it then trickles down. And I tweeted that out too. It's like, well, who's going to decide what a good popular movie right. is? Like, what are they going to go by gross and then go from an it, rotten it tomatoes? Makes sa- it makes no like, sense. That doesn't, what it, is a popular movie? Yeah, because to yeah. your point, get out. Paddington 2 is the most popular film of the year. Yeah, but it did shit all box office. Well, but but how are they going to gauge that? That's why it needs to, that title needs to be changed because it's an insult. And it does make it seem as if it's a bought People's Choice Award. How are they going to figure that out? Is it only because of movies like Black Panther? So does this mean like Marvel movies now are going to get their due? Yeah, superhero movie campaigns. yeah, Yeah, this is a different... This is a little bit different from when they made the animated category. Yeah. Now, again, I'm of the belief that there should be no reason if an animated movie is very good that it shouldn't be nominated for Best yeah, Picture. I agree. I don't care Same that it's with documentary. And with, right. with the whole thing of popular movie by the fact that obviously Disney, they'll have the predominant number of movies by the looks of it that are, if they're oh, going by top 10 sure. in success. For sure. Which, but also then they're going to own Fox. Right. Very soon. So that means that then you've got Disney and Fox, or whatever the whatever the Fox it's going to be called. Um, and so then, if, <laughs> the, if they like then that. have other movies, it's like it's then unfair to other studios like Sony and Paramount. Obviously, it means Sony and Paramount make better movies. That you know you need to up your game and make more popular stuff. But again, that's not down to quality. To me, the whole thing is just there are so many factors that skew it. Yeah. That I just think actually will harm the Oscars more than they will actually. We've got 15 I, minutes left on the I, show. I, I, we have other stuff to talk I, I about. Wanna, but. There's a Jesse Moulton yeah. who um, you know is just. I do. Yeah. She, she's she's terrific and she's always so interactive with people on Twitter. Mm. And when this news came out, she 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 said something, and I think the thing that they have never added as a category, which I think is such a great thing to mention, is casting director. Like they should have did a category for that. And in terms of this, I feel like they would have gotten less shit right now mm. if they actually did something like a best blockbuster as opposed to best popular film. Because at least you know you can define what a blockbuster is. Mm. And there's like a lot of movies that qualify for that. And then that gives back to popular movies that people love, but at the same time you can pick something. But again, this type of year, it, it's like... It's Black Panther. Like it's like yeah. it, it's like that or Infinity War. So it's like what else is going to talk? So and then, and then with that you get oh, it's Oh, it's Black Panther. Oh, it's political. It's, yeah, yeah, it, it, it just it's, opens. It's, you know, it's so much. 
yeah, could be hoisted I, on their own petard for that. This, this obviously, as we learn more about exactly what they're going to do, it's a story we're going to come back to again and again and again on the show. So we'll end it on there. We got, like I said, we've got less than fifteen minutes left on the show. We still need to talk about Venom getting a PG thirteen rating. <laughs> do we know? Uh, because we? yeah, well, Sony's <laughs> also hoping that the MCU characters are going to cross over in future films. Sony today announced uh, a rather snappy title for uh, what they're going to refer to as the the MCU. Um, I mean, I, I just, I want, I'm obviously not getting it, but care. I wanted to see an R-rated Venom. Again, if do it or don't do it, there is no try. It's like, I, I don't want to see another movie that just wants to go hard and then has to go, ah, oh, ooh, mother yeah. funner. Yeah. I don't want that. No. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like the character is so violent. It's that's the that's the greatness about the character. Mm. Didn't we, we didn't we learn from how much they ruined this character? In spite it was in Spider Man three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so it's like that. I mean that was all like the casting and everything was bad on that. But <laughs> I heard you that. know, but. You like? You kind of. Who said that? Who said that? That's outrageous. How can you say you quite like Venom? That's just. I think we've got some. I think we've got some leakage. I think we've got some leakage. That's age, though. To be honest with you, it's called Lestra. Yeah. I just. God. I. This movie just. This movie has problems written all over it, doesn't it? It does. I mean, it's just I mean, everything about it. We just talked about it with the Meg. Ruben like, Fletcher hasn't like, made a good movie since Zombieland. Yeah. Let's let's go back to that. I mean, there's no, it, and, and oh, what it's just happened, a mess. And, and like it would be like making Deadpool. Yes, I know. PG thirteen. Right. Um, it, 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 I thought it failed miserably when they did it with uh, Wolverine uh, Origins or whatever the hell Wolverine that Origins was. Can't make a Die Hard movie uh, yeah. like that. That that fourth Die Hard movie, the oh, rated yeah. R version, yeah. is so much better it's like just stop like i if the character lends itself to r yeah. just look what Deadpool you could did. tone him down if you use him as a secondary character in the mcu right like you can yeah. you can cut away in those movies if you want to make well, them PG do, you know, do you know why i think this is i think this is for international sales i think that's what it is because they want to get into some of the major markets where they're more sensitive about what's up on the screen here in the u.s where we have if you have an r-rated movie you can take kids in there if the kids want to but, see i've seen people bringing their kids into deadpool and all sorts of things that are really that. don't suitable to kids that are, are barely you know barely but, in puberty they're like still China, in like but, but, but tiny I, I don't know. It's, I don't think China's afraid of an R rating. But I mean, no. But I, I, I mean, they're but afraid they of they, But they don't want to sure. take the risk. They yeah. don't want to take the risk because a lot of these movies, if they don't do particularly well domestically, international is becoming more and more no, important. A lot of the movies if are doing sixty to seventy percent of their business oh overseas. God, everything this year, minus like five movies, uh-huh. yeah, no, have and I, here. And I just think that I, I think there's an element of that. I think there's an element of the fact that they want to go. Okay, we can go harder if it works. Let's tr- try yeah. it out. But you know what? A lot of these movies, you only get one go at. And I just think it's a massive mistake for Venom to, to be a PG thirteen. I would definitely have gone hard on just gone let let's just let's just go for it. And yeah. I think a lot of the people who are into Venom and into this universe, we've seen with so many movies like when Logan came out, when we've seen uh, Deadpool, you know, you can do a Marvel character. Logan, they made all the other ones yeah. PG-13. And yeah, and then you can do... And it still did wonders. But which, did I mean, which are the most acclaimed? Which are the most popular? I mean, you know, those are the those are the ones that, that are ones and, that you know, and, really hold high. And where Logan worked, too, there was an artfulness to it. Yeah. You know, there was a creativity around it. It wasn't just R <laughs> to be the sake of R. Yeah. Like, it, it, like I, don't, I just don't understand. So that means to me that even as an R-rated movie, they, didn't, they ain't got the goods. Guys, I'm well, going gonna, gonna to make it official on the show. Right. Hashtag, we are not Venom. 
Yeah. We are not Venom. May, maybe, maybe I'm Venom. I mean, I, I still want to see it, but I'm, like, I'm a little bit worried. Uh, I think you're Topher for great. Um, yeah, yeah, Scott Boswell saying uh, Venom might be PG-13. It was great, though, by the way. Thank you. Clans, thank you. Yeah, thank you. you were great. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but, but Carnage has to be R. Yeah. There's no R. In Car- no, there is, there is, there is R in Carnage. Yeah. It's the third yeah. letter. Yeah. Okay, again, we need to move on. Uh, Poltergeist uh, coming to Universal Hollywood. How, 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 easy for me to say. Universal coming to... Uh, <laughs> Poltergeist is coming to Universal Halloween Horror Nights here in L.A. and in Orlando as well, which also, is great. Stra- Stranger Things too, right? Yeah, that was the first one to be announced. Yeah. The, Stranger, the ones they've announced for L.A. right now are Stranger Things, uh, Trick or Treat, right. uh, mm. the, the, the first Purge, and uh, this one, which is Poltergeist. More Fantastic. on the way. But yeah, I no spoke way. to I spoke to John Murdy, who's the creative director at Universal, about this three years ago, and he has been de- like like shining for many many years. He was desperate to do it. Poltergeist. He and I have said, dude, you need to do Poltergeist. I'm trying trying to make it work. We're trying to make it work. Lots of hoops to jump through, but this year they are doing it, and I am absolutely delighted. Me Last too. year was a stellar year for Halloween Horror Nights. They really did phenomenally well with so many of the creative visions. And this year, I think, is going to be another absolute doozy. Yeah, I can't um, wait. Poltergeist, I'm genuinely excited about that. Yeah. Uh, let's also talk about something that I know we mentioned in, in the show previously, but we just need to go back to the story. Uh, James Gunn, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Lots of stories around this this week. There was the story that they're not using his script. They are using his script. Uh, Marvel are trying to negotiate various things with Disney about maybe getting him rehired. There's James trying to sort out a negotiation about... Um, severance from from the Disney projects. There's so many stories out there this week. Um, Not to mention the fact that other studios are trying to hire him. That was the next thing I was going to say. Um, Yeah, he's being courted by by other studios. I mean, I'm wondering if uh, DC are going to pick him up and say, let's do a DC movie with with James Gunn, because getting that balance between levity mm-hmm. and action and and, and sort of uh, credibility for some of these movies. I mean, James Wan, I'm, I'm excited about Aquaman. I still have my concerns about it, but I think there's going to be something in there that's different. Do you think they could court him? Do you think other studios who are looking to kind of get into the super sphere could want to pull him in or do something different? See, see the thing is with Do this, something edgy. The, the feedback on, on him is much different than a lot of other people. Mm. It's, it's it's everyone's kind of like upset that he's gone. I don't feel like there's a lot of haters with this. Yeah. Like I don't feel like people are like, no, he shouldn't be brought back. Everyone's right. kind of like on board. I'm not going to say everyone, but for the most part, That's people are on board. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So well, Dave so, Bautista this week said that oh, basically he's ready to walk. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, which is he, a which is a big well, big yeah. thing, but, but, especially but for him because his career was built off. This. Yes. But we talked about this. I think it was last week that whoever they hire, it's lose lose, mm. right? So Batista has come out and said, "I will do what I am contracted to do." So that basically means he's going to show up. Yeah. And it just seems that that set <laughs> would be. Just not a fun place to be. And if Batista and everybody else there is phoning in, or not even phoning in, mm. they're just, well, okay, let's go to the next you don't, You don't want that and airing on don't, set. You right, don't want that. Right. That and is a poisonous vibe. Whatever director says, yeah. okay, oh, I'll take yeah, the job. Because yeah, yeah. that person, he or she, 
could be so very capable of doing it. Mm. He's just going to be walking. He or she's going to be walking into a hostile. But also, terror. you can. Yeah. I mean, it, not of their doing. But it's a slightly <laughs> different situation. But it's similar when Edgar left Ant Man and Peyton then moved in. Oh yeah, remember the and hate even Ant Man got? Yeah, I mean, there was so much hate around that from from the fan community. I mean, it turned out to be a great movie. Ant Man's still my favorite Marvel movie. I I think. Um, but then the second one was Peyton, the one that he actually did all completely on right. his own. He worked with Paul. It was fantastic. It's a different piece. I I still love Ant Man, and I never had a problem with it even though I you know I, I'm a big fan of, of Edgar I mean to me what I would do I don't think this is going to happen but what I would do is I would scrap Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 I would do effectively what they did with Captain America and make the third Guardians movie that kind of thing where it's multiple characters it gets a little bit too close to Avengers but then again so did so did Captain America Civil War at time oh, yeah. reimagine it reversion it and then build them back into the universe in some other way to go into that next phase because it's going to be very very difficult to make that third Guardians movie without James because of the vibe because of the things around it and also those people who've been very much against James because of his comment which are you know in- inexcusable comments but he's not a bad guy they were jokes it's not like he's a sex offender it's it's very much a case of if you want to if you want to clear that out you want to completely rid it do guardians in a different way build it into another film build another film around it change the 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 the, the homogeny that's around it build something new change the direction i understand don't try and do a third one in that season i get what you're saying that goes so outside of the marvel roadmap. It does, but they've done big changes before. Like, Inhumans was going to be a big movie for them. That was on their phase for this one. That then became a TV show, which ultimately wasn't successful. But they're not afraid when they really need to, to go... Let's 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 do a U-turn. Let's completely look at, go back to the drawing board on this. My, uh, Guardians has really seeped itself into the MCU. Uh, yeah. Right? And... To take such a drastic change means that's going to affect every other movie mm. that they have, whether it's a Black Panther or whether it's uh, Avengers. So it's going to be hard to do that unless they're using James Gunn's roadmap because he worked so closely yeah. and he was in tune with this. I, again, it's... It's it's lose lose at this point. Um, if you hire him back, there's going to be those people saying oh, Roseanne or this or that. And people, yeah, but you know those they're, those, they're, they're those people like like many things. people on and this is on both sides of the aisle. This right. is not purely attacking. Sure. There are certainly people like I'm never going to use this again. I'm never going to shop there again. I'm never going to blah 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 right, blah blah right, blah. Right, right. And they eventually come back and they buy their tickets and they shut up. They sit down. They enjoy the movie and then they grumble. Yeah. So I honestly think the amount of people who are saying, I will never watch it. was like, how many of them have watched Slither? How many of them yeah. have watched Super? Super? Yeah. yeah. How many of them watched any of his previous movies? The work that he did for Troma? None. No. Until Guardians of the Galaxy is this. They didn't know who James Gunn was mm-hmm. if he turned up in their house and sat down at their dinner table. Yep. And to be honest with you, most of them couldn't point him out in a lineup now. Right. If we said, like, show me James Gunn, they simply couldn't do it. Oh, I agree. It's it's more of the the the, the fury and uh, and the upset around it that's really fueled this. And, and the surprise, which you th- can understand because th- of the comments. I however, get it. I get it. 
the first thing is too is that the first Guardians movie was a game changer. Yeah. I feel like that was amazing. Absolutely. The second one was mediocre in my opinion. I, I didn't think it was that wowing. I thought it was like a lot more of the same. I felt like it just took everything from the first movie and put it at like times a hundred or times ten. Like it's like, all right, Rocket's an asshole. Okay, we're gonna do that times ten. You love Groot. Here's more of Groot. Yeah, I'm Mary fucking Poppins, y'all. Yeah, I mean, that, on, was, that was hit, But he was like the highlight yeah. of the movie. Yeah. The, the, I thought it was. The Superman version of uh, Chris Pratt and uh, what, um, what's his name? Uh, Kurt Russell. What was that? Um, you know, there was just certain scenes in that movie where I was just kind of like, eh. The soundtrack was still great. Not as great as the first one. Yeah. So I do feel like not a major step down, but definitely a step down from the first two, one. Two for me was not as good as the first right. one. And there are many people who disagree, and that's completely but, fine. But I still enjoyed it. I, I You know... Absolutely. It wasn't as good as... Yeah, agreed. A couple of quick things. Uh, yeah. We've got to go. We've got two minutes left on the show. New Supergirl movie officially in the works. I still actually quite like the first one. Uh, with Hannon Slater. They just re-released they have. on Blu-ray. Yep. I have it. Uh, it's it, it doesn't hold up. I'm sure it <laughs> I doesn't. can tell you, but I don't care. But I love Helen, Helen Slater. Helen Slater better be in this Supergirl movie, and, and, and I want to talk about this because I think it's a good idea to do a Supergirl movie. Yep. Um, the other big news was um, Ruby Rose is Bat Batwoman. Yeah, yeah. Bat TV. Batwoman. Yep. And again, I wish they would. They should make the leap and. There's no reason why she can't be cinematic. Absolutely. There's a lot of things we didn't get to uh, cover off this week. Uh, The fact that uh, Cowboy Ninja Viking got pulled (laughs) off uh, Universal's calendar one month before production. And Johnny Depp's Biggie Smalls movie. Oh my God, I was so waiting for that, said no one. (laughs) Uh, City of Lies got pulled off the release calendar. The real reason why it was pulled. The real reason. No, absolutely. So that was was due to come out next month, and again, that got pulled. So a lot of people are being pulled off in Hollywood this week. Okay, so we we need to end the show. We need to stop. We need to go. We've got things to do. No, no time. We'll do Blumhouse Corner. Okay, quickly. Blumhouse Corner, you have five seconds. Blumhouse Corner, Halloween 40. The convention tickets went on sale this week. I was fortunate enough to get in the ground level. I got VIP tickets. Very nice. They're all sold out. And you know what else? Well, the movie's to... premiering at TIFF, and yes. I'm singing at TIFF. There you go. Uh, we squeezed it in. We squeezed it in. Everybody loves Woo! to squeeze in Blumhouse Corner. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. And also uh, premiering at TIFF, The Predator. We will talk about oh, that yeah, more no. next week. Okay, okay. Everybody stop talking one at a time. Dimitri, who are you? Where can we find Happy you? Movies 1701, Popcorn Talks, Anatomy, a movie, and Meet the Movie press the great the greatest show about movies and the press that's right <laughs> absolutely uh tune in at 11 o'clock today for l-a-o-f-c-s weekly and yeah i'm no trying to say that really quickly uh you can find me on instagram and twitter at the other scott m and at we live entertainment.com so don't forget You're to watch right. the abc wtf law yeah. show later on <laughs> Uh, fronted by this guy. My name is Simon Thompson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Showbiz Simon. There's also a Facebook page. This is Simon Thompson. You can see my work fundamentally everywhere. Thank you so much. This has been a rather exhausting Meet the Movie Press on August the 10th. Please tell your friends, share, like, do, do, do that. We want more people to watch this show. And we really appreciate it. And I said fuck a lot less this week, which is really. Oh, I messed it up. Anyway, have a good week, everybody. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.